Sounds Better? good. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think we solved the problem. There we go. Okay. Apple Genius Bar hire us. Okay. So. What's hello. Up? The thing is, like, we're definitely not going to start it, like, here. Yeah. We talked about some things already. Right. But it's just, like, the thing is we don't have any, like, audience yet. So I also feel weird, like, addressing an audience that isn't here. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Um, This is our way of coping with all the, I don't know, changes happening in our lives. Yeah. I guess. Um, You know what's weird? What's up? I was thinking how... I mean, you're 23 now, as of, like, Correct. two weeks ago. Yes. But I am, like, 22 just feels like such a young age. Yeah. When you think about it. And yeah. And I think about um, my brother, who is 25. Right. Which is a much older age. It just, oh, my God. My dog is here. Just feels oh. an, like an older age. Yeah, it does. And, like, two years ago, I was 20. Yeah. That feels like a teenager to me. It does. 20 is not a real age. And it's also funny because I was watching Sayas in the Dress yesterday, as one does. Uh-huh. Um, and they had an episode, actually, where I like when they get, like, famous or, like, famous adjacent celebrities on. Oh, I just yeah. Found it so funny. Oh, yeah. So it was Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. His sister. Uh-huh. And she was 23. And it, like, oh. took me a second to be like, oh, my God, that's my age yeah it's weird there's and like there's so wait, many people so many people i know who are yeah. um getting married getting like married, married who have just gotten engaged who are 22 and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that at all oh my god i mean no say i know but it's just like weird it's just because, a strange like, concept yeah like a girl who I was in my sorority with for, like, a little bit because then she transferred schools, and I was never really close to her. But she just got engaged, and she's our age. And, like, I don't know. It's just all very strange and all very weird. And I just fully feel so far away from being able to get married at this point. Yeah. So it's, like, do you ever, like, look at people who are your age, and you're, like, why do you look 10 years older than Oh, me? all the time. Like, I feel like all the time, but it's it's so weird because when I am with my friends, I don't think that of them. Like, Uh I all think we're still 17. Same. In high school. All my friends and I, like, we all look the same age. But then I think about, I don't know, people at BU, I would see Mm -hmm. that we're seniors. And I was like, why do you look like you're 30? And I look literally 12. Yeah, or even, like, people on, like, Instagram or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, influencers. Oh, yeah. Who are, like, our age. Oh, even now high schoolers, they look older than Yeah, them. it's just, like, very strange I don't know. and Is very it, off-putting. I think it's maybe they know how to use makeup or something more. Like, we didn't have beauty vloggers when we were... 17 or whatever. No. That's true, but, like, I also feel like there's just, like, this weird, like... It's makeup, but it's also, like, money. It's, like, yeah. they look good all the time. They're wearing, like, the best clothes and all the yeah, time. Yeah, and they're also in $500 Gucci belts. Yeah, like, I didn't have a Gucci. I don't. I still don't have a Gucci belt. Okay, the thing is, Gucci belts are out. Yeah, I think we they're can not, agree, right? They're not that cute. 
Like if I'm you have one, it. if you have one now, like I guess still wear them. Yeah, go off. But, and like you know, it might be worth something in the future. It might but, come back. It could come. I think it could come back. But it's really not like I wouldn't go out and buy one at this point. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, go to a thrift shop if you want one that bad. I think a, a Chanel belt would be on point. Well, there's those Hermes belts uh, that I think are you know cute. no the big you know H just makes it feels too cowboy, too cowboy. Interesting, too cowboy. Well, did you know that? I didn't know until, like, the other day that, okay, I'm going to say this wrong. Because I think it's pronounced Henry Bendel, but it should be pronounced Henri, right? Like, that's how it's said, that word. Whatever. They're going out of business. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they have this huge sale going on on their website. I had no idea about it. Hmm. Oh, my God. My dog is truly losing his. Are we going to curse on this podcast? Oh, yeah. I was wondering about that. I think we can, right? I think we can. Okay, my dog is truly losing his shit outside. If anybody here is howling <laughs> at Lord knows what. Um, yeah, so they're going out of business, which is, like, interesting. Because I feel like that's also a brand that, like, if you saw a girl in, like, middle school or high school with, like, any sort of accessory from that brand, like, that was, like, the middle school, like, I'm rich. You know what I mean? No, because I didn't le- live near uh, New York City growing up yeah but like even if you yeah but it's not just like living in new york city i, I literally don't even like, know what this brand is so henry bendel i don't think so interesting interesting well they're going out of business so if you want to learn about them i would do it quickly all right well done. um okay so should we do like an actual formal introduction now yeah okay so hi um Welcome again. Um, my name is Sarah. Well, for, okay, maybe we should start by like actually just saying what our, this podcast is and like what we're trying to get out of it. Sure, sure. Okay. Oh my god, my dog. This is so funny. Um, so this podcast. Well, Emily <laughs> has been perpetually mad at me for like two years because yeah. basically, I at our. Oh my god. At our college, I did some involvement with the radio station um, on this, like, one show. And we – you could, like, apply to have your own show. And Emily thinks, rightly so, that we would have been good at having our own show together. We really would have. Um, And just, like, you know, talking about Lord knows what. But we never did. This is mainly because me and Sarah – personalities and the way that we uh view things are very different very different we have, which is actually we have, quite we have similar op- yes. opinions but also very different opinions i think we have similar overarching values oh, maybe that's it. Our, oh my god franklin but our opinions are very different indeed and like how we think those values are like most effective i guess if that makes sense i don't think that's the word you're looking for it probably doesn't okay anyway so emily has been perpetually mad at me for like two years about this yeah and so then when we graduated she was like we should just start a podcast and so here we are doing that here we are podcasting podcasting What's up? trying to okay let me let my dog in now since he can stop barking 
um, trying to, you know, just kind of navigate this new terrain, figure out what's going on. It is quite difficult so far, not going to lie, MGL. But I don't know, maybe this could just be helpful. Like, I think at first, you know, we kind of wanted to make this strictly a post-grad podcast about like Mm -hmm. life after graduation but I think in general being in your early 20s is kind of shitty and like the things that come with that can be kind of shitty so we're just gonna chat about it yeah we're just gonna chat we're just gonna chat or early 20s we don't currently before we post this we don't have a name for our podcast this is correct we Um, have a couple things like a couple ideas floating around yeah but we do not have a name no um, we'll we'll find it. We'll find it. It'll come to us. It's a path. It's a journey. It is a journey. Um. So yes, I am Sarah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I live in the great state of New Jersey. Woo. I currently it's have chad. a. It's a hanging chad. Uh huh. And I currently have a job, and. Emily and I, well, I guess, okay, you should just talk about yourself first, and we'll talk about, like, how we met. Sure. Um, okay, lit. I'm Emily. Oh, God, lit. What the hell? Oh, wow, what a throwback. What a throwback. What a okay. throwback. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm currently um, living in my parents' home in oh, yes. the <laughs> suburbs of Philadelphia. That is correct. Um, and I also work, I work in Philadelphia, Hoping to move there in a few months. Very nice, very nice. I don't think I told you about that. I don't, I mean, you've kind of talked about it abstractly. No, I, like, contacted someone. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But, um. Okay. We first, Emily and I first met in college. In 2014. In 2014. Wow. 2014. Yeah. Life was so different in 2014. Oh, yeah. Um. We were living on the same floor freshman year. Um, I was riddled with anxiety about finding new friends. As we all were. Because, yes, because I'd had kind of the same group of friends my entire life up to that point, like through elementary, middle school, and high school. Nothing really ever changed, which I know is kind of rare in the world of high school friendships, but I kind of just had the same, same group going, so I was very scared. And then I met Emily and her roommate, and I basically friend-stalked them until they let me be their friend. Okay, we met, like, the first night of college. Our yes. RA at the time wanted to go to this frozen <laughs> yogurt place, and me and my roommate, Janelle, uh, weren't going to go. And then we were like, you know what, fuck it, let's just do it. And... We went, and that's where we met Sarah, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, she basically, like, stalked us. I basically did. And then Sarah, many moons later, tells me that she stalked me on Facebook after oh my God, posting yes. on the uh, BU Class of 2018 Facebook page that about wanting a roommate or whatever. Yes, because Emily made this iconic post because everyone else had been, like, it pissed me off so much because I was like, I really don't even want to get a roommate on this Facebook group because, like, just feel like it's a recipe for disaster for me personally. I know it works out for other people. But <laughs> gang, gang. 
<laughs> but basically, like, everyone was just posting the same shit. Like, I'm from this place, and I do this, and I do that. Contact me to be roommates. And then Emily posted, like, what was it? She, you were like, I'm just going to post my top ten tweets or something. Yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> then, like, people will be, I don't know. Because it was a definitely, it. no, it was more of, like, a this is a better way to get to know me if you follow yeah. me on Twitter. Yeah. And if you do follow on me, me on Twitter, you can see that, I guess. Yeah. And I and, haven't changed my style of tweeting, so. Right. And I saw this, and I was like, holy crap, like, I want to be friends with this person. This is the only person I've seen so far that I would room with. But I was like, I remember thinking, like, I can't message her. Because I think by the time I saw that post, it had already been a couple days. And so I was like, people have already probably messaged this girl. It's, like, not worth it. Like, I'm just going to, like, not put myself out there. This, like, sounds like dating. Oh, my God. I totally want to, like, look in my – I totally, like, have those messages still. Yeah. Let's see. And so I I never reached out to Emily and then only, like, you know, I feel like a good six months into our friendship, like, discovered that maybe we were destined to be. Um, And it was also so funny because our floor – Freshman year was basically all of us had applied early decision, mm-hmm. which was such a strange concept. And it was also an all-girls floor, which it was. I was kind of a blessed for because it made things less uncomfortable and we literally, like, would walk around in towels and stuff. Do you feel like that? I had mixed feelings about it. Um, I've thought about this a lot of times because mm-hmm. um, I know that I've said to you guys that it's weird that we never and don't have straight male friends. We really don't. I don't, I don't have any. I don't have one. Um, <laughs> and, but then I've thought about that, and it's like, I actually don't mind that that much. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's still weird, like, that dynamic and stuff, but yeah. Um, I, I kind of got over it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think about it as, like, both I guess a blessing and a curse because I think freshman year Sarah and probably current Sarah as well (laughs) would be like would would feel uncomfortable and like it would be difficult for me to I think be because I I felt comfortable with our floor very quickly and I think that probably would have been impeded a little bit if there were guys on the floor Mm -hmm. but at the same time I do wonder if you know maybe it could have been the site for more like different types of connections and stuff like that yeah um but at the same time I also don't really know if that's the case because I you know we still have friends or acquaintances or whatever from that floor who maybe they just were better at talking to the straight males because they gained a lot of guy friends throughout college and we just didn't <laughs> so maybe it's not a freshman year thing I don't know very interesting to think about but yeah. we were on this floor it was like the only all-girls floor as Emily said, and it just became very, like, comfortable, which I really enjoyed. And so, yeah, we were all at this frozen yogurt night. I, like, had found out, like, I found out that Janelle, Emily's roommate, was really into Harry Potter, which at the time, I mean, I still am, but, like, that was very fresh. That was, like, a personality trait I considered to have. (laughs) So I was like, ooh, gotta become friends with these two. And I just, like, it was so like clear that I was just like trying to become their friend I would ask them to go and get food and like 
just make excuses up to like go into their room and like ask them questions i don't know but it worked yeah somehow some way we just thought you were a hilarious person like yeah. you just like you just like do things that we're like that doesn't make <laughs> any logical sense <laughs> whatsoever yeah um yeah but that is also what is called charm so here we are Yep, she hooked us, that's for sure. And then we, yeah. um, Janelle, Sarah, and I lived uh-huh. together for the next three years. Three years. And then you, but, okay, the one thing that we missed is that, so we had this kind of, like, foundation working as a friendship. And then one night, we all just decided, it was probably, like, a, I don't know, a few weeks into school. We were like, we should, like, do something. So we went down to, the three of us went down to Newberry Street in Boston um, which was a quick tea ride from our campus. Yeah. And we went to this bookstore slash cafe that's still there called Trident, which sells very um, Ex- overpriced and average brunch. Yeah, it's not. It's really not that good. Yeah. So, sorry. But, um, but we went because they had this like little bookstore on the side. We were like, let's go explore. So we went to this bookstore and we were like looking around. And then we went into Newberry Comics, which was right next door. And it's like a famous comic book kind of miscellaneous store and i forgot where i bought this but at one of the two places i just like bought a deck of tarot cards <laughs> for no reason um and do I you still have them i think i do i think i kept them as a like, keepsake and then we went back to our dorm and i pretended to read emily and janelle's tarot cards and they were definitely like what did we get ourselves into this girl is cuckoo could <laughs> but i think that also solidified our friendship a little bit yeah I think that was also and... the night you locked yourself out when you were showering. Oh, my God. That was so Janelle's bad. thumb got stuck in a door. Like, <laughs> yes. All, this thing, all these things happened. All these things happened that at the time were, like, very strange slash catastrophic, but ended up building a beautiful friendship. Yep. Yeah. So then we did live together for the next three years. And Emily and I lived kind of not alone together, but the – our last semester of senior year, Janelle, who graduated early. So it was us and then another one of our friends and another girl. But, you know, we still had that special bond. We also shared a bathroom, which is, like, that's a deep bond. Yeah, once you share a bathroom with someone, you really you really <laughs> get to know them. You really get to know them. Like, how I will accidentally leave hair on the shower. Oh, constantly. Oh. There will be art. Listen, I'm not clogging the drain, so, like, be happy. Right. Look, no, listen. Luxurious and thick hair sheds. Okay? No, I totally understand. I found a hairball, like, at my desk at work, and I was like, oh, nice. oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, And you probably learned some, like, gross shit about me, too. Um, I can't. Oh, I don't know. all your bottles that you just like leave on the counter, and I'm like, I have a lot of products. You need like shelving. Yeah, we didn't have great shelving though. That's true. I have a lot of products. It's a whole thing. One time last year, I had like this hanging storage thing in the bathroom. Oh. And I had a bottle of red nail polish in it. Nightmare. And at one point, the whole thing I think just fell. Yep. And this nail polish, yep. like, exploded. Yep. And it looked like a full murder had taken place in our bathroom. It, like, like it got everywhere. everywhere. It got in the grout. <laughs> it got on, like, our bath mat that was across the room. 
And I think we were getting ready to go somewhere, too. Like, that was the worst part. Like, yeah. I was in the bathroom because we were doing something. And it was so bad. But we cleaned it up and, like, never really – we were worried we were going to get charged for it by BU. Yeah. <laughs> but we never were. Mm-mm. So that works. Yeah. But, yeah, so we've had some interesting times together. So many interesting times together. And we just wanted to, I think, also have a way for us, since we are living much further away than we ever have from each other for, like, a sustained period of time, you know. Actually, no, you abandoned me um, when you lived in London for a semester, so. Okay, but you know what? You also had, you had Janelle, you had other people there. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) We're both just alone right now. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, well, I know, but I was just saying, like, I think this is also kind of a good way for us to keep in contact and stay in touch. And, like, because yeah. I'm lucky in the sense that I'm a little bit, like, I'm selfish. I get to have Janelle a little bit more because she lives in New York mm-hmm. and she lives a co- just a couple blocks away from where my office is. Mm-hmm. So I get to see her more often. So I don't get to see you as much. Yeah. And I want to still, you know. And it's weird because even though, I don't know, I always think about, um, like, when we would go on, have breaks and summer break Mm -hmm. and obviously we'd spend more time away from our college friends than Mm -hmm. typically every day, Mm -hmm. that – I remember, I think it was freshman year. Someone was like, oh, are we still going to text each other, like, over summer break? And we were like, Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird now that, like, Sarah and I, like, don't text that much. I mean, I don't think we text that much. We text pretty – we text more than I text anyone else. Really? Yeah. I don't text a lot of people. Hmm. But, well, I do think that college introduced me to texting just for the sake of texting and not just to, like, make a plan or, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's not how, like, my home friends we were. Yeah, I don't do that with my home friends. So I just feel like I text my college friends more often in general. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm saying, it, like, we don't text, like, like all day, every day, kind of. Yeah, we used to, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, like, you know, when you live with someone, your friendship is different in the sense that, like, most of our, like, hanging out or being together was just, like, sitting in the same room maybe doing separate things and, like, kind of casually chatting over the period of, of like, anywhere from two to six hours. Like, it was not like we were always doing something. We were just always kind of with each other. Yeah. And it's obviously different when you're not with each other and you have to kind of, like, find a way to achieve that same level of friendship, but, like, with kind of scheduled times to talk. Like, it's just a weird transition. Yeah, it's a weird concept it's weird to think about because I mean as a freshman and as time went on and even last year like this exact moment last year it wasn't I never thought like oh we would really be spending this much time apart and we wouldn't yeah I mean I knew that we wouldn't see each other every day and that would be one thing but not as much as like I literally don't know what's going on I didn't even tell you about seeing an apartment yeah and and that's just strange that's just like something i would immediately like if we were in college or if we were you know the, yeah like this time last year or something like that i would know 
the planning stage, the execution of the plan, the aftermath. Like, I would know every single step. So, and you would know the same if I did anything like that. So, yeah, it is just a weird transition. And it's just, we're trying to figure it all out, I think. (laughs) Maybe trying and failing. (laughs) I feel like my whole life is just trying to figure something out. Okay. Anyway. Well, isn't that what, like, all the motivational life people say? I guess so. But, like, now I actually get it. Like, I used to think it was just kind of, like, an Instagram graphic. But, like, I do just constantly feel like I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just, like, trying to. Honestly, I get on the train every day. I go to work, and then I get back on the train, and I'm home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what did I do today? Yeah. And I'm like, why? It is very that. Why am I doing this? Right. Oh, a lot of that. Also, I could have chosen to live anywhere. Uh-huh. Anywhere. Uh-huh. It would have been Okay. Yeah. I would have figured it out. Right. Why did I choose Philadelphia? Okay, so let's get into this. Let's, like, <laughs> make this first episode. I've t- gonna... t- said this to a few people. And every person that has also chosen Philadelphia uh-huh. are, like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm, like, great. <laughs> so why can I leave? <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about, like living and like let's talk working. about living let's talk about living our best lives um yeah I think that's a good idea because like we're both in similar situations but kind of I feel like with different perspectives right now okay like for example uh-huh. I started working at this job in September early September so kind of a similar time that I would have started a school semester And I'm also living at home with my parents in the suburbs of New Jersey. Um, And while I definitely, yes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) While I definitely have like, you know, aspirations to move out and like, I don't want to be here longer than like a year, year and a half or so. I am kind of okay with how things are right now, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you are like, have been like one foot out the door the second you got back home yeah and are not thrilled (laughs) with your situation at the moment oh no so yeah let's talk about it a little bit because you started working this job in what was october november mid-november thanksgiving week if you will jeez that's crazy i feel like you've been there i know and it's so funny because with my one coworker, i've been saying like i made a joke well, I keep saying, like, oh, I'm not out of my 90 days yet. Like, I'm, uh-huh. like, I can't take time off. If I get sick, knock on wood, <laughs> I, I, like, I have to go. You're or fucked, I just yeah. don't get paid. Which, like, yeah. cool, but also, like, mm, right, 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 right. I'd rather, like, go to work and die. Right, 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 right. And then, like, maybe you could sue for damages. Perhaps. But, Perhaps. yeah, my 90 days is over maybe, I think, like, mid-February. That's crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, this sucks. I think I just hit mine. So it's very weird. Yeah. But, um. Okay. I, yeah, so I, it was so weird because graduation week, I was like, I'm not sad. Everyone around me is crying. And I'm like, cool. Mm -hmm. I had, like, like, there was no emotion. And then the last day, like, moving out, 
I like I was so stressed because I thought you had to leave at 11 it was literally fine if I didn't leave by 11 um the RAs would be like going yeah I was like so whatever so I was so stressed about that and then then I just got like upset like I had officially like taken things out of my room like Mm -hmm. like to when you see that blue mattress it's just freaky like yeah then it like hit me and I was like oh my god this is the end like I'm not I'm actually not coming back here mm-hmm. and um I remember like leaving the city and I was just like I was just so mad like it was like you could you were mad yeah I was like that's so I was Emily. just like pissed like I was just like no one talked to me I don't want to talk to anyone like I was just furious uh-huh. and it wasn't like mad at like oh I had I don't know I would think I was just, like, mad that, like, it had to end and, like, it became this, like, huge, like, kind of you're thrust into everything else now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that just, like, wasn't great. And then after being home for, like, a week, I was like, oh, my God, I need a job, like, today. Like, I uh-huh. put this huge expectation on myself that everything needed to happen immediately and – um, I was applying for positions in the healthcare field and a lot of the times positions and jobs are not open until, um, people have funding for them. Mm-hmm. And in June, no one's going to have a job open and no one's going to have funding necessarily because right. that's not when either a, the fiscal year starts or like just when they get them or like get yeah, awarded. Yeah, it operates on like a much different calendar. So, job field. um, that just like put me in like this panic. And then like throughout June, I was just like so upset about it. Um, and then at one point I was just like, you know what? This is great. Like I can wake up anytime I want. <laughs> I can like go do whatever I want. Like this is fine. And then, um, I thought about like volunteering. I thought about getting like other jobs and mm-hmm. I, ended up getting a part-time position at my local library. Classic, classic. Which honestly was not that bad. Uh, there was air conditioning. Um, mm-hmm. It was quiet mostly. You interact with old people and old people who are annoying but also, like, fucking hilarious. Right. Like, they just do things. Like, this one guy just, like, yelled Tucker Carlson at me. And I was like, I, do you want me to look something oh. up? Like, I, Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Um, Tucker Carlson, all the things. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, and then I continued to apply to positions. I had phone interviews. I went on interviews. Nothing ever turned out great. And then I got um, my position. I interviewed for three hours later, got offered the job. I was like, oh my God, needs to while I had already accepted another position in a different place. And that was, like, very stressful. And Mm -hmm. also this entire time, to get back to the point of this entire story, um, I did not want to be home. I feel very, like, trapped at home. I feel like I don't have independence. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt, but you literally just said home. So Philadelphian. You said, like, home. I don't know what that means. I'm a little shaken to my core. Okay, anyway, continue. Sorry, I just, like, needed to point that out. Um, Wow. Continue. Yeah, I just feel – because it was weird because growing up, I wasn't overly protected, but my mom was an anxious 
person Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. was anxious about my safety and like well-being which like Mm -hmm. that's great love yeah love to be cared for but also it really hindered me in a lot of ways of finding my independence and finding like what I wanted to do or like if I wanted to like go out with friends and stuff so there was like a lot of issues with that and how um like with my home friendships like I feel not as close to them because I like didn't get to share like certain experiences with them yeah and um so being at home every time it just feels like very suffocating to me Uh so going from being in college and literally like doing whatever I wanted like Mm -hmm. going out on a Thursday night going out like kind of doing whatever and also I mean being in a city like you have more accessibility to a lot of things than yeah in the suburbs where you need a car everywhere to go anywhere and I hate that um and so like being home and like it feels like I'm back in high school or like yeah I need to be telling everyone like where I'm going what I'm doing mm-hmm. um so then I don't do things right and um to just avoid the yeah so that's been like a huge um reason why I really don't want to be here yeah and I think like you're saying that like you're fine with like how things are and I'm like I don't understand why yeah (laughs) like I'm like that makes no sense to me like I want to leave as soon as possible like I cannot like be around my parents this much sometimes I like don't see someone my age for days right (laughs) no I get it I mean I think like I don't know for me personally I think when I was preparing to come home because I knew I was going to be at home for a little bit I was very nervous because I I thought I was going to feel you know very similar to how you're feeling and I'm like generally close with my family but obviously there's like you know, that closeness comes with being annoyed a lot mm-hmm. at them. Yeah. For different reasons. And I was really nervous that I wasn't going to be able to handle it. But I think, too, like, the one of the reasons I'm, like, fine with it right at this point is I go to work and I come home. And by the time I come home, it's, like, 6.30. And then I eat and I shower. And then by that time, it's, like eight or so and then it's like I just want to go and lay in my bed yeah and I go to bed by like 9 9 30 and then I wake up the next day at 6 30 and start it all over again yeah and so I don't feel like I'm like spending that much time with them or anyone which also might kind of like I feel like it's kind of a bubble that might burst soon and like I might freak out about Mm -hmm. (laughs) but for now it's just kind of like my life and that's just my life that's just my life no one judge me and so yeah I just like it feels fine I guess I really am enjoying not having to pay for stuff like rent right now or pay like seriously no like groceries I agree kind of worry about my laundry like I'm not saying it's perfect and I'm not saying I'm like loving being here and want to be here for like like I have a friend like I know people who are home still and they're like 26 yeah oh I don't and like I can't do that no I cannot do that no 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 like I can't I can't even be here for 
seven months. Like, yeah. I can't imagine yeah. being at home for that long. Four more years. Unless, like, I... in some weird way, they have, like, an apartment attached to their parents' house or like something. Like a, what is it called? Like a, like a mother, I forget what it's called, whatever. Oh, but you know when people's parents in law suite? Into... Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah, that's yeah, typically yeah. above a garage. Right. But there are homes that have apartments, like, this is true. This separate is true. doors and things. But this is true. Um, if you watch Income Property on HGTV, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, please sponsor this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> please do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think it's also hard, too, because, like, I have been in a at a point for a very long time where I just don't really know where I want to be physically, like, where I want my location to be. So, right now, Philadelphia. <laughs> like, right now I'm in New York, and I grew up outside of New York my whole life. I have a very complicated relationship with it as a city. And I think everyone does. Everyone's like, oh, I have a love-hate relationship. I have a hate relationship. With New York? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I know you hate it. Uh, yeah, no, I know you hate it. I have a love-hate relationship with it. It's very complicated. It's funny because it sounds like I'm talking about a guy. But it. I just don't know if I want to move into New York right now and, like, kind of make my career base there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I have a hard time in general with change and, like, picking up and, like, doing something that mm-hmm. is out of my comfort zone but I think the only time I'm gonna do that thing is like at this point in my life exactly so I feel kind of funny you know like if I started the process of moving into New York City right now or just like moving you know New York City adjacent like Hoboken <laughs> or Jersey City or something like even if I was able to move in ASAP like, let's just give it a month-long process for the sake of whatever. Mm-hmm. Because let's say I moved in somewhere in March. You know, I don't really know where I'm going to be with my current job or, like, what I'm going to be doing, you know, in December of next year. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, I may be kind of ready. I'll be at my job at a year and a half to kind of, like, start looking at other options and other locations and other cities Mm -hmm. so it would feel silly to me to like go through the process of moving out getting a roommate paying rent whatever if I'm going to literally leave the state in eight or nine months like it just doesn't make sense to me right now Mm -hmm. and like that could change like who knows maybe I will find you know my whatever my next career step will be and it will be in New York and like then I'll actually start considering you know, let's move out quickly. But for now, I just feel everything is so in limbo and I don't really know what my next step is going to be. And I don't, I feel like spending my time on finding an apartment and like going through that whole process is like kind of a waste of my time at the moment. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm still acclimating myself to working and like what this new part of my life is. And I don't feel like going through the stress of finding an apartment is like, a net positive Mm -hmm. for me yeah but it's not easy like yeah I it's not like I come home like and everything is perfect and I'm jolly and happy all the time like I went through uh, we can maybe talk about this more in another episode but I went through a phase in like October where I was really like sad and really struggling and it was not easy but like 
for me, like, the problems I'm having, I don't think will necessarily be solved by me moving out. I guess, like, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. But, so, you, okay. But, no, you're looking for an apartment. Like, you yeah. have made contact. Yeah. You've established contact. Yeah. Dude, it's, like. That's bananas. It's so dope. So, so tell me, because I know that you, and we don't have to, like, you know, talk about names specifically, but you are maybe going to move in with a friend from home. Yeah. In Philadelphia. Yeah. So is that a thing still or not at all? No. Okay. The thing is, what's the worst, like, the worst thing about this whole situation was, like, this person and I had kind of jokingly, kind of seriously been, like, oh, like, this is going to be, we're going to, like, live in an apartment together, and this whole thing was, like, our colors were going to be neutrals and hunter green, which I'm still going to create that aesthetic as much as I can. I mean, I love that aesthetic. Um, And um like I we would like send things to each other and be like oh we're gonna have this like in our apartment and like right. all these like cute things and... that's hard because I've had that with people before too where you're like kind of joking but like kind of serious yeah. about living together mm-hmm. and it is like a hard thing to navigate mm-hmm. and turns out um this person was telling me they wanted to stay at home as long as possible and I again I'm like that makes no sense to me. I don't understand. Right. Um, but this person also has a boyfriend that they stay have stayed in the city with and um, stay with them elsewhere. And uh-huh. it that's to me. I'm like, okay, but you can get away from like your family and like you can still have right. independence. Um, whereas my situation, not really. Um, so that's been a huge struggle. Um, and then recently after I have got like two paychecks, I'm like, yeah, let's move out, baby. Right. Um, and so then I just started to kind of look more, look more seriously, I guess. Is that the right? Grammy? Yeah. No, you like started taking it more seriously. Um, for sure. and I am panicked about finding a roommate. Um, and it's fine because Belga isn't actually that expensive in, in terms of rent um I think Boston is way more expensive like we had friends living in a not great place or not great areas and paying a lot of money in rent uh-huh. um and so I would be fine if I had my own studio or one bad apartment the only thing is right. like because Philadelphia really is a new city to me I'm not mm-hmm. completely I don't feel comfortable enough to live by myself, if that makes sense. No, it does. Um, Especially in a studio, I would be like, ugh. Um, (laughs) And uh, so I went on a Facebook group that's like Philadelphia Housing or whatever and was just like looking Mm -hmm. at stuff. And then um, last weekend, uh, uh, my parents just drove me around the city and we just like looked for places that said like for rent and also for me to just like see the neighborhoods yeah um so that like was in my mind and then late at night I saw this girl had posted on this Facebook group um about her apartment in Rittenhouse Square which is like such an amazing place to live you can live there it's like the rich bitch area um and it's like close this place is like close to my work it's close to downtown like it's literally perfect and for the amount that the rent is it's like right where I want to be like it's oh my really gosh. perfect and um so I'll, I clicked on the girl's uh picture and mm-hmm. our mutual friend <clears throat> was Emma 
who was our old, our old oh my goodness and I was like so I took a screenshot of her profile and I was like so giddy about this I like didn't uh-huh. do anything and it was like 10 o'clock at, on a Sunday so like she was probably asleep and I was like waiting I was like so I finally remembered on Monday and I was like I sent her a screenshot I was like how do you know this girl and she was like oh my god she's so cool I went to high school with her like oh my gosh like blah blah, blah. she like goes to a school in Philly like blah blah, blah. I was uh-huh. like oh shut up and um, I was like, well, she's, like, looking for someone to take over her lease um, mm-hmm. starting April 1st. And um, I was like – and it's, like, perfect. And so I was like – so because she's giving up her spot, she has a roommate. And I was like, you know okay. what? If Emma knows this girl, um, I trust that, like, this girl yeah, is living absolutely. with someone who's, like, sane and normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – chatted with her about it she sent me some pictures i'm gonna go see it this weekend oh my god um, yeah so she's actually moving out um in the end of march and then i could take over her lease and then the re- like it ends august 31st so i can renew it um and then find a roommate if i want to or move elsewhere because the other roommate is gonna move out too at the end yeah of that okay from what i no yes um and that's good too because like even if you don't really like the other roommate that much yeah you have kind of a set and i mean the thing is again like it's gonna be i'm gonna go to work and come home and that's it yes um very true and hopefully like go to a yoga class love that um love that for you thank you (laughs) um so that's so exciting, though. Yeah, so I'm really excited. I hope it works out. Um, they have a cat named Franklin. Stop. He's pretty cute. Um, I love cats. Emma sent me a picture. So, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. I hope it works out. And yay. Oh, my gosh. That's really good. Yeah, and then by that time, I'll be able to pay yeah for rent <laughs> yeah yeah no I mean that's also a huge thing like because everyone has different situations some people when they move out their parents are helping them out a little bit mm-hmm. other people are not mm-hmm. and something like that money has is always a very tricky thing to navigate mm-hmm. so like especially when you're doing this I mean I think it's probably really good that you're doing this kind of just with yourself because when people do this process with other people, it can get kind of messy yeah. in terms of the money and, like, who's who can pay for this mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. So that's really good. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. Definitely got to keep us posted on a future I'll keep app. the pod updated, you know. Please do. Please do. Um, yeah. So that's really incredible. I'm still in my house. It's Girl, fine. me too. Yeah. It's fine. I think it's helpful, too. Like, most of my friends from high school are still home as well. Mm-hmm. So I get to see them pretty often and, like, on the weekends. I've tried, like, I have made a concerted effort to try to, like, do stuff and do stuff on the weekends and have plans, even if it's just, like, getting a bite to eat with someone or, like, get, seeing a movie. Like, something so small. I just feel like I... I'm trying to still keep that part of my life, which was very busy in college with social stuff, like kind of intact. And it is difficult. Mm -hmm. And the main source for my, you know, aforementioned struggling um, 
and it's not it is like I do in a way feel like I'm kind of balancing on a tightrope or whatever Mm -hmm. like I'm fine like I feel like people ask me how I'm doing in general I'll be like I'm fine like because it's like the most accurate word to describe it like I'm doing fine like I'm stable like everything is Mm -hmm. you know balancing is normal but it is kind of a sensitive time where I feel like I could easily feel shitty in a second and like want to change things so it's very strange Mm -hmm. and yeah definitely has this like feeling of being in limbo to it which isn't my favorite feeling for sure but yeah I'm trying to do a lot of stuff I'm trying to see people pretty often um it's hard because like I have you know a few friends from school living in New York City and I want to see them more but it's hard because like it's so hard to plan things it's really hard to plan things. Everyone's and it's schedules like, are just, like, so different. So different. And, you know, if I was if I was living in the city, it would probably be a lot easier, obviously, because, you know, you're not, like, planning everything ahead. Like, I could meet someone quickly for, like, a dinner or a drink and not have to worry about how I'm going to get back to New Jersey at 9 o'clock when the train schedules. Right, so exactly, funky. yeah. And so, you know, in a way, I think that's hindered me a little bit in terms of seeing those people yeah it requires a lot of planning and a lot of cooperation from my parents which I'm very grateful for um and yeah I mean that's definitely a negative and like something that I do not enjoy like I'm spending eight hours of my day in the same city as a bunch of friends from school but I'm like not seeing them Mm -hmm. so it's like you know, it's definitely not perfect, and it's definitely something that has to be temporary. Mm-hmm. But for now, I mean, it's, it's like also fine. difficult because, like, you can't really make friends. Yeah. Either. So, like, yes. one thing that I'm like so worried about moving into the city is like finding a friend group. And, yeah. Um, my therapist is like, oh, I joined, like, a soccer league, and I didn't play sports, and that's how I found my husband. And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Jesus. And it's not like I'm planning to, like, go to yoga, like, yeah. regularly. I'm planning to, like, maybe, like, start going rock wall climbing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, kind of just, like, finding something that I enjoy and, like, can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Join a book club. I could join a book club. Yeah. I really could. Because I have a friend who just moved to Phoenix. Like, she just got a job there and just, like, picked up and moved. Props to her. And, yeah, but she was like, how the fuck do I make friends? Yeah. Like, because even, even now, you know, I'm not making any new friends. Because, mm-hmm. like, you don't really have, like, I have, you know, quote-unquote work friends. Yeah, you have work friends, but, like, but you're not But I'm gonna... not doing anything with them outside of work. No, no, no. <laughs> and, no, no, no. And, you know, even in, in college, like, every single year, even if you weren't making, like, new, you know, best friends, I think every year, every semester, I would, like, be meeting new people and, like... Yeah, you, like, meet new people because, like, you have other people. Yeah, and you would be, and, like, like... They would become study friends or they would become, like, whatever friends. Yeah. And, like, then you would just wave to each other on the street the next three years whenever you saw them. <laughs> so even though it wasn't it wasn't these like deep connections, like you were still kind of adding to your like social arsenal in a way. Mm-hmm. 
And that definitely feels I mean, that's kind of, like, definitely how I was because yeah, uh, me and Janelle – I mean, I honestly, like – I mean, I made friends that, like, you guys didn't know and whatever. But, like, because Janelle had Quidditch and then, like, you had your sorority. So yeah. it was, like – like I met everybody that you like, you guys would bring through, right? So right. like I was never like, oh, I need to like find a group and like go do something. It was like because yeah. I had all these other people that I knew, like yeah. I could like form relationships with them and like do things with them. Yeah, it was definitely like, and I yeah, I totally see how that was more for you, but I think like for like everyone, like you're just kind of becoming like friends with your friends' friends and like yeah seriously and, and I'm like and I'm not saying that like that can't and... happen here because like yeah I know a couple people that are in the city and like have people they know in the city right. and like right. that can go Reach whichever something. way it will go yeah um but I don't know it's it's weird it's definitely, it's like, very, very weird. weird. And so there was actually this book I read um, after graduation called Post-Grad, um, Five mm-hmm. Women in Their Journey on Their First Year Out of College. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing book. I wish – Who I, is the author? Caroline Puckett. Kitchener. Ooh. Um, I wish that I read this book senior year because really? I didn't have any of these fears until it, like – became that last month or like yeah. after graduation yeah and then I had like all these fears and like this book really kind of gave you an insight to everything that could happen because there was yeah. like one person who was going to school and like applying to school there was a person um moved to a different city got a job one person who had no idea yeah. what they were doing one person who started school and like wasn't sure about it like really it's, like, different perspectives. Yeah, of, like, what could happen. And if I had read that senior year, I would have been, like, okay, like, now I know, like, this is what could be coming. And, like, I – all my fears will be validated. And, like, right. after I read it, yes, my fears were validated. But, like, I wish that I knew, like, what was coming. Right. You had some sort of, like, preparation. Yeah. Um, it It is crazy because, like, you know, I feel like a lot of things – up to this point in our lives, like, have been kind of discussed and talked about in society as a whole. Like, you know, how shitty middle school can be for people, how shitty high school can be for people, how shitty that transition into college can be for people. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like all of that is kind of talked about almost ad nauseum at this point. Mm -hmm. And it was only until, like, I had just graduated and I started, you know, talking to people who are a little older than me where everyone had been experiencing this similar thing in one form or another, you know, with driven from different reasons and different sources, where they just kind of felt like off, off. Like, they just felt off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does nobody talk about this? Mm-hmm. Like, I had reached out to an old internship supervisor of mine who – is actually only a year older than me, but seems much older. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was about to accept this job, just kind of because I kind of wanted her like perspective, we'd gotten kind of close. And she was like, I will warn you, like, the post-grad blues are very, very real. And I was like, why don't I hear about this more often? Yeah. Because they huh, are real, can death vouch for that. Yeah. And it just feels like such a strange thing that we and don't talk about. This is like, 
I've talked about this with my therapist a lot um, because she's like, this is like, it's such an interesting cohort of just all these things that can happen. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we were told like, you're going to go to school from kindergarten until 12th grade. And then like, you should go to college. But like, if you don't like, you shouldn't do that. And like, you should go to college and like do four years of that. And then after that, it's like, oh, you're supposed to get a job. And it's so funny. Everyone's like, oh, there's so many jobs available. Where? Where are there they? There were no jobs available. Yeah. Like, or um, if there were, I would apply to them and, like, that was it. Yep. Yep. Nothing. Yep. And I also feel like, for some reason, I didn't expect the amount of people who, as soon as, like, senior year hit, would start asking me if I was going to grad school. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like grad school has become this It's expected very, like, of you. Like, it is. You're, uh, you Everyone can't do anything. Every single field. You can't do anything without one. Like, I'm planning on going back to school because, like, I feel like I have to. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really feel like I had to, and now I'm definitely considering it more. Because it's like, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah. And I also kind of want to cling to school because I feel like I do better school. <laughs> like, in general. Well, see, this is the thing. Like, I had planned to um, not go to go back to school right away because I just felt right. so burnt out. Um, right. I was burnt out junior year, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I took three yeah. classes both semesters last for senior year, and that was amazing. Right. Um, and I was just so burnt out with everything. I knew that I wanted to take a year off. I knew that I wanted to work and get experience, and I think that will make me a better person to go back to school and yeah. bring those experiences into the classroom and have that um kind of a more worldly view yeah you needed that break for sure um but yeah I'm thinking about going to back to school I'm like gonna visit some places but will I apply who knows who knows yeah no it is very much like I don't know why grad school has suddenly become this thing Mm -hmm. because it's expensive Mm -hmm. and like so you're expected to just like shell out another however much money for whatever program you're doing yeah. and just like I don't know it's very strange and we probably could also save that for another episode because uh, I feel like it goes very deep uh, BU Dining tweeted a bowl of their clam chowder okay yeah we can end this episode maybe with just this quick discussion slash call out to Boston University Dining Services um, for just like deciding to wait literally until the minute we graduated to change everything to change everything and start to start announcing how better they were about to become. Yeah. Um. We talked about the ramen, right? Do we talk yeah. about the ramen? They they have a ramen bar now. They're adding a ramen bar, and it's late night. Like they'll serve it till like one, I think, on some nights, which is, is twelve a.m. even, which is iconic. Truly offensive. Um. They also changed I... our Dunkin' that was in our building to look like a trendy cafe like i want to take a picture in it (sighs) i'm just very upset and very disappointed with whoever at bu dining services decided to roll all of this out now um and also the pub they closed our senior year to renovate Mm -hmm. which they Mm -hmm. opened in Mm -hmm. september which none of us could go to because we were all poor and could not afford it correct if we emily i just want you to picture because that that ramen place is coming to bay state dining hall correct yes 
we lived that was our main dining hall sophomore year it was can you imagine if we had that option you and i would be filled with hot liquid all the time i think we would probably get sick of it we probably we would, would be totally like get sick of it oh 100 we, we would and then like the two months time. later be like so uh you wanna ramen. get some ramen please? we would complain about it it's definitely probably way too expensive but i don't care like oh I'm remember just, like, that very disappointed like the late night we would get late night all the time yeah, we would. I would get that mac and cheese with the prosciutto and the peas. And they had that caprese sandwich. And then also, yes. there was, like, some burger. I can, like, taste it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. I mean, we all know that I still, like, any Boston University people will understand the presence that was the Basho's Sushi Bowl on campus. Oh, baby, I miss those. <laughs> How she was basically, like, I was trying to explain this to my coworker, And mm-hmm. he was, like, so like a poke bowl and i was no, like it's not like no it's not a poke bowl because it makes you feel like i feel like when i eat poke i'm like oh i kind of feel like you know good it was like, a good it's, it's a good like, snack it's a good snack it's like kind of refreshing it's not too heavy when you eat a basho sushi bowl be full you will be full for like at least four hours like yeah it is so carby not even four hours like that's like two meals in one yeah it's two meals in one like, you so finish big. it, and you're like, why did I just put that in my body? You finish it, and you're like, I feel like utter shit. But it is so good, and I miss it so much. And if I go back to Boston, which I'm planning to do at some point, who knows, for, like, a visit. Yeah, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking we go in, like, June. I But I, I, I want a sushi bowl. Oh. Like, I kind of want to plan my visit to the city. Maybe, like, May? Maybe. We like, can't go when down. it's, like, bad weather. Yeah, this is true. But, yeah, I just, like, miss it so much, and I'm very upset about it, and I just feel kind of afraid. I mean, afraid it'll be sad services. because if we do go, we won't be able to use fake money, and we'd have to use real money, and also, like, probably like, we don't get the student discount or whatever. I know, which is, like, very upsetting. So. But whatever. I guess we'll cross that sushi bridge when we get to that. <laughs> okay. So, I think we talked about doing this a little bit. But we kind of want it. We don't have to do it if you don't want to. But at the end of every episode, we were going to try to talk about, like... I don't think... Uh, no? Because it's Monday. This is true. But we could do, like, the past week. I don't remember the past week. Okay. So do you not want to do that? What happened? I don't... I, I don't really know. don't remember. I don't know. Okay, so then maybe instead, let's talk about, do you want to say something like, what, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a cute way to end this. Like, I think we can what... end it in any way we want to. Like, we can just be like, see you next time. Okay. Not see you, hear you next time. Hear you next Speak time. Speak to you next funny, time. Funny, because podcasts are not a visual medium. Um, okay, so yeah, I think maybe we'll, like, sign off, because, like, I just feel like if we keep talking, okay. we'll just, like, accidentally record an entire season of podcastery and, like, one episode. Podcastery? Podcastery. And I just feel like it would be too much because there's a lot of things we want to talk about. Um, but I like this so far. I'm having fun. I'm, I think this is great. I, I think, think this is great. Um, we'll see where this goes. We'll we see what happens. three listeners, a.k.a. your mom, my mom, and Janelle. Yeah. But even if that's the case, like, who cares? We hope uh, maybe we'll bring some of our, our friendies on. I definitely want to. This, our pals. Like, well, okay, hashtag not spawn. 
But anger is like kind of fun because you can just literally invite anyone to be. Yeah, I could invite my boss and she could be on here. Me too. I mean, my boss definitely wouldn't. That would like probably not be cute. No. But yeah, we can invite our friends who are all doing very different things and get their experiences. I think that would be very fun. Fun and fresh as. Okay, can I just say one thing before we end? Do I want to let you say one thing before we end? I've like kind of regressed a little bit since graduating. Uh I have like started watching a lot of YouTube. Oh, me too. (laughs) Including James Charles. Oh, no. I think we should end it here before Sarah finishes this sentence. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to our first podcast. We are so excited um, to begin this. And um, we hope you enjoy. Um, Make sure you like and subscribe and um, Uh leave a comment down Uh below. Uh Um, Link in description for our merch that is coming. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, sisters. (laughs) What? Bye. Okay, he like says sister. That's his thing. Oh, I hate that. Oh, <laughs> hell no. And then he'll use it like, oh All my right, god, so that's so like sister scary. recording. It's just going to cut off you right there. Okay, bye, sisters. Please don't do that. Okay, bye.